Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Great to have you here with us on this Wednesday. Today's show is brought to you by NetSuite. On today's program, Duke men's basketball, a winner last night over Georgia Tech. The Blue Devils improved to 2-0 on the season. We hear from Coach K and let you know about the newest offensive coordinator heading to join the Duke football coaching staff. My name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils and follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Duke basketball, the winner last night, 69-57 over Georgia Tech. Again, the Blue Devils are now 2-0 in the ACC, 12-1 overall. Very sloppy game for Duke as they had not played in over a week. Two consecutive games, Clemson and Notre Dame both postponed for Duke due to their COVID-19 university health and safety protocols. Duke was just so sloppy offensively. Taking a look at some of the numbers, this will just paint the picture for you, and then we'll dive deeper. Duke was 19 of 51 for 37% shooting from the floor, 5 of 16, 31.3% shooting from three-point range, and miserable from the free-throw line. The Blue Devils were 26 of 40, 65% from the charity stripe last night in the 12-point victory over the Yellow Jackets. It was a 12-point lead for Duke at halftime as the Blue Devils led 35-23 at the break. Both teams were even scoring in the second half. That's how Duke walked away with the 12-point margin of victory. Again, that final score being 69-57. to In terms of sloppy play, the turnovers were limited. Georgia Tech turned the basketball over just nine times. Duke turned it over ten times. It really was a matter of these teams not making their shots whatsoever. Again, for Duke, they were 37% from the floor, 31% from three-point range. For Georgia Tech, they were 33% from the floor, 21 of 64. And then the Yellow Jackets were 6 of 20. That's 30% from three-point range. The key focus for Duke defensively was the play of Michael DeVoe. He's been one of the top scorers in all of the ACC so far this season. He finished with 21 points, a bunch of them coming in the second half. He finished 8 of 19 shooting from the floor, 3 of 10 from three-point range. So while the point total got up there for DeVoe, he got up to 21. That's his scoring average on the season. He was very inefficient, and you got to give credit to Duke's defense for doing that. Duke had that really big run in the non-conference play while they were holding consecutive teams in a row to under 60 points total. They did that again last night versus Georgia Tech. Again, the Yellow Jackets only scored 57, so great effort from Duke in that regard. But offensively, the Blue Devils weren't much better themselves. Wendell Moore Jr. really struggled to get going. He's been one of Duke's best players all season long. Finishes the day with just eight points, two rebounds, and two assists. Wendell Moore Jr. was two of 11 from the floor, one of three from three, and three of five from the charity stripe. Paolo Banchero led the way for Duke offensively with 17 points all around game for him, as he also had 11 rebounds, four assists, three blocks, and two steals. Those four assists the most on the team for Duke last night. Paolo led the way again with those 17 points. Duke had two other players, or excuse me, three other players. In double figures, Mark Williams finished with a double-double, which was good to see as he had 10 points and 14 rebounds. Trevor Keels 
had 10 points and 5 rebounds. And then A.J. Griffin continued his impressive play, 12 points and 6 rebounds for A.J. Joey Baker off the bench, just 7 minutes of action for Duke. He scored 3 points on a made 3-pointer. He only attempted 1 shot, so he was 1 for 1 from 3-point range. And then Theo John only played 4 minutes off the bench. Theo finished scoreless, 0 of 2 from the floor. So those four players in double figures for Duke, Jeremy Roach, the starting point guard, finished with nine, and then Wendell Moore Jr. finished with eight points for the Duke Blue Devils, who win by a score of 69-57. to Duke's got to figure out a way to get uh, better offense. I know a lot of this was probably due to the fact that they hadn't played in quite some time. Fortunately, Georgia Tech is not a good basketball team so far this season. They're now winless in the ACC. They're now also 6-7 and seven overall on the year. But Miami's a really good team. Miami is a really good basketball team. They've got a big game tonight versus Syracuse. If they win that contest, the Hurricanes will be 4-0 when they travel to Cameron Indoor Stadium this coming Saturday for an 8 o'clock Eastern tip-off. So should be a good one. Hopefully Duke brings their best game. They can get back into playing shape. Mike Krzyzewski said after the game, which you're going to hear in just a moment, but he said after the game the fact that you know, they only really had one practice, and it was the day before yesterday's game. And and even before that, the day before, only a couple of guys were getting to come in and shoot. He doesn't name a player directly, but says one guy has to actually throw up and vomit after a couple of minutes of work in yesterday's practice, excuse me, the day before his practice, before we got going with the game. And so, yeah, Duke's got to get back into playing shape after not playing for uh, the holiday break and then also those postponements that they had with COVID-19. So, just all in all, I'm glad we had Duke basketball back, and it's good that you win. At the end of the day, a win is a win, and Duke wins by double digits. They win by 12. They're still the only team ranked in the ACC, still the best of the best in the conference. We certainly hope that continues because they are going to be tested on Saturday versus Jim Laranaga in Miami. That's a really good team that I'm looking forward to previewing more as we get closer to that game coming up on Saturday. Again, we'll take a quick break when we come back. We will have Coach K's comments following Duke's 12-point victory over Georgia Tech. This is Locked on Blue Devils. Today's show was brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar into your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but it's probably even better than a candy bar, if I had to be honest. If you want to eat healthy, this is the direction that you need to go. It makes it so much easier for you to stick to your New Year's resolution. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. What you need to do, you need to go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off your order. Lots of flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. Again. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Hey, Duke fans, this is JJ Jackson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. 
Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, to get 50 cents gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. Well, it's good to be back. Uh, and uh, that was not, that was a, an exhausting game. Yeah, because both teams played really hard defensively. And <clears throat> that's what saved it for us. Because uh, the lack of practice, the lack of conditioning really had its impact, and they did, on our offensive execution and shots, free throws. Um, but it did not defensively and rebounding wise. You know, Mark had one of, you know, Mark. It's not rebounded well, and tonight he rebounded great and made that one block that was a key play in the game because then we took it down and Jeremy got fouled on Yeah, And so that was a big game for Mark. We weren't able to finish inside. Uh, we had it there seven or eight times, and the kid Mecca really did a good job, and, and so did uh, Moore protecting their basket so um, and yeah they have all those guards in the game and and uh, Josh does a good job with his team and then when you're not at peak shape when you change those defenses it can really stand you up and at the end of the game when they went to the one three one I thought it really it, it made you think you're tired, you know, and so then you're making arm passes instead of really strong, strong moves. But uh, overall, you know, it's a good win for us, you know, coming off of it. This has been really a tough time for us, and, there, and there's still more and more cases around in our athletic department, and just uh, a tough time. Uh, and, uh, we gotta we gotta keep working at it and, and you know, now most of our team has had it most of our staff and uh, we just gotta start start building again but you know it's very unusual I've, ne I've never gone through anything like this and so I'm I'm learning as I'm, as I'm doing it because we've never last year we never had this our program didn't and uh, it's a big, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. I hope we can get out of it and keep, keep up because we're not close to being the team we were, uh, you know, before the break. Uh, but we can be, and we just gotta, gotta keep going. So, any questions that you all might have? Hey, Mike. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the conditioning. You touched on this yesterday about the idea of. Don't binge condition. Yeah, don't you push can't. it too much. How do, do you have a plan? Let's say for the next couple of days, or how how you go about? Well, you, yeah, and we start school tomorrow, so you you have, you know, uh, I just said to John Roth on radio, these kids can have NIL and have million dollar deals, but you still have to give them. You can only work with them twenty hours a week, and, and you still have to give them a day off every 
you know, and uh, they have all these rules, but then you have no rules. And uh, uh, so like tomorrow week is a day off because you, it's part of our week. And so what they need to do on their own is, one, they can get therapy so they can be in tubs, you know, and, and then they start school. Uh, <clears throat> and obviously they can do some things on their own, cardio-wise, on a bike, on a treadmill, uh, and use Normatec, you know, use things that, for your legs, cold tubs. Uh, the Normatec is a, I'm not hawking for them, but that's one of the things we, uh, they probably have those therabodies in their rooms right now. A couple times offensively, I wanted to use it right here. But uh, uh, no, it's a, I wish I could tell you there's an exact plan. I follow the advice of my sports scientists and uh, my docs and trainer and for this. But we didn't get anybody hurt today. So it's what you worry about with pulled hamstrings or groin or, or, or whatever. So it's going to be a while, but it's a long season. It's a long season, and, and we, you know, we can't get caught up with the daily and weekly uh, <laughs> comments that people make about the teams like, who's hot, who's this, who's number two, who's number four, who's, you know, they really don't mean a damn thing. You know, they, you know, it's good for fans and that. The main thing is to be good at the end of the year, healthy, and qualify for the tournament. And so we got to keep our eye on that lane as, as we come back. Yeah, on that same note, just how important was it to have that practice yesterday and get everyone back and just be in the same room together? Yeah, great, you know. And the day before, we had most of the team, but it, it was more shooting and a little bit of running. Yesterday was actually a practice, and, and it was tempered, really, because you can only go so long. And one of the kids, he was back for the first day, you know, after two minutes, he threw up. And then he must have had, then he came back to practice and did well. And, uh, yeah. The last 10 days for me have been, been very interesting. And uh, everyone says it's a farewell tour. Boy, man, we went into, we got detoured here. <laughs> uh, but again, that's, that's what we, we're supposed to do this. So we'll figure it out. Speaking of farewell tour stuff, did you know before the game that Georgia Tech was trying to get Bobby Kremens here? Yeah. Okay, and what was kind of, did, were you surprised not to see him then again? No, no, Josh, Josh is, is a good guy, you know, he, he's, and he's a good coach. And he called me yesterday and said, Coach, you know, we were going to have Coach Kremens come and when they did introductions at least uh, uh, you know, do a handshake. He said, but he's not going to be able to come because he got sick. You know, there was something wrong. And I said, well, try to get him to come. And why don't you let him coach the team and, uh, uh, and, and see what, no. But Bobby and I are, 
You know, we're, we're two of the two of the guys in this league, man. He, he and I and Jimmy were during that time. That was a moment. A decade, you know, the Georgia Tech Duke games from about '85 to the early '90s were some of the elite games in, in the history of this league. And Bobby was not only a great coach, but he, <clears throat> Bobby, is genuine. It, uh, he, he's really one of the most. He's as genuine a guy. As I've had, as I've known in coaching, and the other guy close to that is Gene Cady, and that doesn't mean other people aren't, but they are. They go overboard. They, no, they do. Yeah, they they do. They're they're really good men. Yeah. Well, Mike is kind of becoming a brother. You, you, you guys don't mind if every once in a while I reminisce, right? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's almost midnight. I told them to have some wine and some drinks for you, but they didn't have them. <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of becoming a broken record in a good way, but again, AJ Griffin comes off the bench and just yeah. made one huge play after another. Can you, can yeah, you well, and AJ, you know, AJ's only practiced one day, you know, and that stopped. You know, he had worked his butt off for about since the Ohio State game. Every day, individual work, extra, and he's climbing. And he, he's a guy that you really didn't want to see, you know, have this have, have this stoppage. And still, he you know he responded, uh, and he'll continue to get better. You know that he's he's done a really good job. Coach, your team only gave up 23 points in the first half, gave up five combined points to Georgia Tech's two top scorers. What is it about your team that allowed it to come back after just one day of practice and to play such strong defense early on? Yeah, well, thank you. It's a good point. It was really the key to the game. You know, we are a good defensive team. And when we played Ohio State, we got tired, but it was more from travel. And they made you tired, too. And we stopped playing defense. And uh, tonight we did not do that. We talked about it at halftime. I told him, I said, I know you guys are tired, but you cannot be tired on the defensive end. It can't be Ohio State where uh, we give up buckets like that. So uh, we're, we're maturing, and we hopefully we learn from that game. And defense is really the key to our team. Along the lines of maturing and, and the defense still being strong in the second half, it doesn't seem like we've seen the cramping issues come up in, in quite a while. Is that I, I can't. I, I don't. I can't. It, it doesn't feel like we've seen the cramping issues in no. quite a while. Is that part of the maturity too? It's, uh, 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 the uh, prayer, uh, a rosary or two uh, for you non-Catholics. Those are the beans we use. And uh, the. Uh, I do think we've taken steps in our diet, nutrition, before you know, our normal, but also uh, the day or two before a game and after a game uh, to address those issues. But that's a good point. You know, that'd been, that'd been a hell of a thing tonight if we got that. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. 
Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash locked. Final segment here today of Locked On Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson. Awesome to hear from Duke basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski a moment ago, recapping last night's contest versus the Blue Devils. Not every game I give you the full press conference and commentary from Coach K, but it's fitting uh, after a win versus Georgia Tech. I love the moment there where Georgia Tech was actually planning to bring Bobby Crimmins to uh, sit on that yellow jacket bench and Coach K being able to reminisce on those matchups in the mid-80s to the 90s. That was just awesome stuff. So as we begin to wrap up today's show, though, always following this Mike Elko coaching staff. Again, Mike Elko, the new head football coach for the Duke Blue Devils, already had a couple of guys named on the defensive side of the football. But reports came out early today from Steve Wiseman with the Raleigh News and Observer that Kevin Johns would be named the new offensive coordinator for the Blue Devils. Duke new offensive coordinator Kevin Johns. Again, this is from Steve Wiseman's reportings. He has spent the last three seasons at Memphis as the Tigers' offensive coordinator. This past season, Memphis averaged 30 points per game and were fifth in the American Conference in scoring. In 2018, Kevin Johns was the offensive coordinator at Texas Tech, where the Red Raiders averaged 37.3 points per game. The Big 12, a conference that scores tons of points. You need to make sure you're doing that with your coaching staff and with your team if you want to be successful, and Kevin Johns did just that when he was with the Red Raiders in uh, 2018. The year before, in 2017, Kevin Johns was the offensive coordinator at Western Michigan. And then from 2011 until 2016, he was the offensive coordinator at Indiana. So this is an offensive coordinator that's coming to Durham to take over the Blue Devil offense with over a decade's worth of experience at the Power 5 level. While at Indiana, this is a fun note, in 2015, Kevin Johns was actually the Hoosiers' offensive coordinator for the 2015 Pinstripe Bowl when our Duke Blue Devils played Indiana and Duke won by a score of 44-41 to in overtime. That ended up being the first bowl win for Duke since 1961. That 2015 season, Indiana led the Big Ten in scoring with 36.5 points per game. And again, it was Kevin Johns calling all of those plays. He played quarterback himself at Dayton from 1994 until 1997 and was a Division I AA All-American. Wiseman's reporting is saying that Kevin Johns will be the offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach. So he's the first offensive guy there. We mentioned Trooper Taylor being retained by the staff this past year. He was a defensive backs coach for Duke. He's also had time in his career as a wide receivers coach, and Steve Wiseman is reporting that it appears being retained on Mike Elko's staff, Trooper Taylor will, in fact, go back to the offensive side of the football in terms of what he's coaching. 
Kevin Johns has also, this was funny, he's updated his Twitter bio today to turn the location to where it says Durham, North Carolina. So supposedly he's already in town. He's already ready to rock and roll. Duke just hasn't been able to make the official official release, I should say. You should follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils because as soon as they do, I'll make sure that you know about it. And again, follow me at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Big win last night for Duke men's basketball. Awesome to hear from Coach K after the fact and Kevin Johns being named the newest offensive coordinator. All the big headlines you need to hear today on Locked On Blue Devils. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. Now check out the Locked On ACC podcast with Candace Cooper. She and I had a great episode yesterday, as we do every week. Be sure to go and check that out. Go find us on YouTube, Locked On Blue Devils. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We've got some awesome things coming in the coming weeks as we're making the transition over to YouTube. Without further ado, that's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.